Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Monkey Sports Podcast. I'm here today with Paul from Baseball Monkey. How's it going? It's just us this week um, because we are going to be talking a little bit about baseball. Um, I have watched baseball growing up. I uh, that's my extent. <laughs> I, like I played, I played MLB the Show like last year, and that's that's my extent. It's so be- uh, better than a lot of people. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just here as a listener at this point. So. Uh, baseball is coming back soon from what I understand, correct? Yeah, uh, spring training started this past weekend. Uh, first games were yesterday as we're recording. So Sunday, two days ago, as you're listening and, uh, we, we are all ready to, we are all ready to go. I love that. So, uh, any teams you're going to uh, look out for this year in particular compared to last year, anyone coming up on the scene or, uh, is it looking kind of the same as last year? They're you still have your top your your top teams. The Dodgers are still going to be fantastic. Yeah, Yankees are still gonna, Yankees are still going to be up there. It's crazy how long the Yankees have been a very relevant team. Yeah, it's nuts, and I hate them, and I hate them for it. But the the two teams that if, if for me sort of won the off, won the off season and are going to be be real interesting to watch are the Mets and the Padres and the Padres. The Mets went out. They got you know, traded for for Francisco Lindor, who is top yeah, Lind- three top three shortstop in the yeah. game. They were in on just about every free every free agent, and even brought even brought in a few. And what's going to be a really close and what's going to be a really close division? And the Padres just went absolutely bonkers. Traded for, traded for you Darvish. Traded for Blake Snell. Yeesh. Gave Fernando Tatis three hundred and forty million dollars <laughs> over fourteen over fourteen years. Why can't I make that kind of money? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's those those two just based on what they did in the offseason, the personnel personnel they brought in, and uh, I, they're going to be the ones they're going to be the ones really to keep an eye on, keep an eye on this year. Yeah, I'm so I'm from Houston in the last ten years or so. I'm originally from Phoenix, but from from Houston so I was like following Houston sports pretty closely and Houston sports is in shambles right now yeah. which is hilarious uh so like JJ Watt left uh a couple of the Astros guys left yeah. and then James Harden left yeah it's uh so not, not, the, it's, it's Deshaun Deshaun Watson wants out it, Houston sports is kind of rough right now yeah and i mean like i don't know they kind of need it because it's like the closest you were going to get to a championship besides the Astros winning was the uh, Rockets, and that just didn't work. They had a really good chance, and then they had an injury, and then they had something else happen, just underperformance. And then James Harden's was like, I'm tired of scoring so much all the time and not having any help. So yeah. he, he just pieced I, out, and now I, he's in I, Brooklyn. I, I, could, I could do it by myself, but get me out of here. Yeah. But, yeah, no, back to, like, the Astros thing. Like, they had that whole – you know, scandal thing going on, like they cheated and all that, but they were still such a huge part of like that city, like regardless. Oh yeah. So even like, even if they weren't like, they were still such a really good team, which is a shame that they were cheating. Yeah. Cause it's like that team was nasty still. Yeah. Like it, it I know some people don't want to admit that. Oh, they were cheating, but like, yeah, not it, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, the, it, and I mean, it's, you look like you look at the even even in the even in that World Series when they you know when they were when when you go to LA they were they're still putting up numbers not at the same rate yeah, they were that, down uh, in, down in Houston but wasn't that they the were one still there the one that they lost uh in nineteen right yeah 
So they lost, and they had won every away game, and they were actually losing all their home games. Yeah. So it's like, yo, that team was still nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and th- the ironic thing is, even coming off of that, and they they are we- they are a lot weaker. They lost one of their one of their top at least their top three you could argue their best player in George Spr- in George Springer who yeah went, went, up, went up north to my blue to my blue Jays I'd say Lee happy about that yeah you're gonna you're gonna love that my my buddy uh on Twitter like literally the day after like the day of when they got rid of Springer was he was like lifelong blues fan uh blue Jays fan was his Twitter name after that <laughs> it's literally so funny he's like what do you mean I'm a lifelong blue Jays fan dude <laughs> the, but the, the thing the thing what they've got going from this you still have you still have Jose Altuve you still have Carlos Correa still have Alex Bregman still have Granky's gonna bounce back I gotta think and he's good the the big thing the big thing they've got going for them is the AL West is terrible yeah, they they're still they're still the best team in the a, in the AL West. Yeah, I think Houston's going to be leaning on the Astros quite heavily. Oh yeah, uh, as like a sports thing because like the Rockets should be good in like a few years because of how much they got from that Harden trade. Yeah, like unlike the Texans who got absolutely nothing for JJ Watt, which my buddy was talking about. He's like, I wanted them to trade JJ Watt four years ago because we could have gotten so much for him, and so but they like. They lasted out his contract, and they got nothing for it. They're gonna. They keep saying they're not gonna get trade Deshaun Watson, even though they would. They would get an absolute ransom oh, for him. He is out of there. I I can almost guarantee that. There's no way he's staying. So, yeah, I think that's kind of funny. Even though I don't really follow all those much, uh, I can follow the Rockets for a little bit, but I was just like, I don't know, more of a <laughs> hockey guy on my end. So. Yeah, no, underst- understandable. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's exciting that. Uh, Baseball is going to be coming back soon. Spring tra- spring training is already happening. Uh, so the format for this year, yeah, we are back to the uh, the hundred and sixty the hundred sixty two games. Okay, we're all, we're all back to, we're all back to normal. No universal D- no universal DH again. It was they really tried to push that in the expanded playoffs and the play they offered to cut the season down to I think it was one hundred and fifty games was the offer from MLB to the players union. The players went. Yeah, no, we're good. Yeah, no, we're gonna. So play. it's the so the only what rules the only rules from last year that were different that stuck are gonna be is gonna be the pit the pitchers rule or they have to either finish the inning or face a minimum of three batters. Okay, which I get, I get, I got the point behind it, but Manfred Rob Manfred's whole whole deal is the pace is the pace of play, which to an extent I understand, but the pitch clock you have to face so many batters. I don't. I don't like. I'm not a fan. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, from my point of view, I guess it makes sense though, because it's like, I don't know, from like a pace of play standpoint, like if you got someone who's like throwing real stinkers, like just make him last it out. I think that's actually kind of a good move. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, if he's getting yacked on, then like let him get yacked on. Like you can't do anything about it. Like make him get out of it. Yep. Which so, I guess is like a good thing for pitchers because it's like it's that extra pressure. So if you do have that bad like streak of like. So you throw five and two get absolutely hammered. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe yeah. maybe I should uh, tighten up and get some outs here. And I'm go and I'm getting sent back down. Yeah, Which that's that's the that's the other thing is minor league baseball is back this year after yeah. no after no minor league baseball last year, which was kind of rough. They did o- sort of overhaul the minor the minor league format and. 
there are not eight affiliates for each team anymore. They sort of streamlined it. Yeah. And so each team has each team only has four affiliates. They've got the triple A team, double A team, and then two the two single A teams, high A and low high A and low A. You don't have fourteen rookie league team rookie league teams yeah. to get to go with it anymore. So they stream that so it's hundred and twenty officially affiliated minor league minor league teams now. Yeesh. That <laughs> baseball is literally so crazy with all their different like leveling and everything oh yeah because you got like mlb triple a double a yeah it's like independent leagues throw just throw them around there somewhere <laughs> yeah i feel like some baseball organizations they just like draft people because they're like feel like it at like the end of the draft because yeah. of how extensive it is they're like uh yeah do we want uh we're not, you're not a, we're not 100 rounds deep in a draft anymore but it's it's still a little nuts. Yeah, it's like some of those football players just like get picked up on like a baseball roster somewhere. Oh yeah, it's like okay, like <laughs> why not? Like yeah, I played one year in high school, and they're like, nice, cool. <laughs> you want to be in our organization? <laughs> hey, you, you you've got name you've got name recognition. <laughs> That's so crazy, and so it's pretty. It's it's hoping to be a regular season, more or less. Yeah, they're that. That's the goal, at least. Was they're gonna try and. 160, 100, full 162 games. We're gonna, we're we're gonna plow on, plow right on through. It's hopefully you're not gonna run into the big COVID shutdowns like you had for some of the teams last year, but who? But who knows? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. Yeah, uh, I think uh, our next topic, honestly, uh, with the NHL, is a good example of like how it could go. Because, like, you had teams like the Stars who they started off under, like, a shutdown thing. So they have, like, five less games. I, I haven't really looked into it and, like, how they're going to make those up. Yeah, this, yeah what the, the, what the, the star, Stars got kind of hosed because they had the COVID shutdown and then yeah. all the, the nice weather we had here in Dallas the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And so they, so like, they have, in, yeah. they're up to uh, four to five games a week, every week for the rest of this, for the rest of the season. Which is honestly, like... Besides the weather thing, it's like, all right, if your team can't stay healthy, if your players are, like, going and doing stuff and, like, catching it, then, like, yeah, I guess you're going to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, uh, I know, I heard, I think it was Vegas had, I think it was, like, one of their coaches, it was, like, a protocol thing. Like, they didn't get it, but it was, like, a precautionary thing. So it was, like, they couldn't do it. That he couldn't coach, but then it was like their GM was gonna coach or something like that. It was something like yeah. ridiculous, and then they just like canceled the game. Yeah, it was Vegas because uh, DeBoer DeBoer was in the protocol, and then it was also Kelly, the assistant. Yeah, it's, you know, it's Kelly McCrimmon's the GM. I think. I think. Yeah, I forget. I, I literally. Yeah, <laughs> it, what, once upon a time, junior coach. Hey, I could take over an NHL team. <laughs> I mean, they're working. They're in first, and they've played less games than everyone in their division, which is hilarious. <laughs> they're doing. Like, they're doing something right. Oh, uh, what, the, what they're doing right is they're playing flurry. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? They start playing flurry more, and they started winning. That's so nuts. Also helps that that that, that West division is just, is just a garbage heap. Hey, there's outside. Some, outside. There, there's some good teams in there. Colorado. Yeah, you but you also get to beat you also get to beat up on the Ducks, the Kings, the Sharks. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and I mean St. Louis is decent too. So not only so much, but yeah, uh um, when when Bennington's not running around throwing punches <laughs> at people when he gets pulled. <laughs> I was like watching that, I was like, what is this guy doing? Like what <laughs> going, going after three guys that Dubnik chasing it, chasing me. He goes out the tunnel like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what his deal is. Uh 
I don't know what like what his end goal was there. If he was just mad and it was just like irrational or what. But there's well, like it's, there's it, no hiding from that. It's either that it's either that or go and headbutt the wall like Riddick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So can we talk about that real quick? So Riddick he got pulled right, and like Markstrom was hurt. Yeah. So I don't know who, probably like Nilsson, whoever the hell, whoever, whoever their third, whoever the third roster guy was, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whoever they got there, <laughs> whoever their uh, third guy was, I guess I came in, and so Riddick was walking down the tunnel and like headbutted the brick wall, and right then and there, I was like. <laughs> That's the reason I don't like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've always had something with David Riddick. I'm like, oh, I don't really like that guy. Oh, something t- about him. Ever yeah. since uh, it was like a couple years ago, uh, Joe Thornton came in like behind the net. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. during like a scrum, and he like touched him, and he like <laughs> he like exploded basically, <laughs> and he hit the ice so hard, and he like didn't even touch him. He just flopped, and he got nothing for it. And the refs like, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, I mean, to be to be fair, he gave up a goal from center ice against Ottawa. <laughs> oh man! Okay, let's transition to the Canadian division. I know I mentioned <laughs> this to you. The numbers are inflated like crazy in that league because every team is the same. They're either not good or they have really high offense and no defense, none whatsoever. It's like Toronto; they have. Some of the best forwards in the league, easily. They have a decent goalie. I mean, I would say he's top tier. Yeah. No defenseman. None whatsoever. <laughs> They've got a couple guys who are pretty good, but nothing compared Jake, yeah, to Jake, any. Of, Jake yeah. Muzzin plays defense. That's about that's about it for yeah. for the Leafs. Yeah, that's that's really all we got there. And then Edmonton, really good forwards, okay goalie, mid level, and then no defense. <laughs> And yeah. then Ottawa stinks. Ottawa terrible. Winnipeg, Winnipeg, great, go- great goalie, decent, decent offense. Again, no defense. <laughs> decent offense, no line A. So, <laughs> yeah, we're we're just gonna leave Calgary and Vancouver out of it. Vancouver out of it because that. Yeah, Calgary, that, uh, Calgary, like one of the best goalies in Markstrom. Uh, garbage team. <laughs> nothing. 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 And. and Montreal, down down here for Carey Price. Jake Allen's been good, but you got Jay Weber, and that's Tyler Toffoli against Vancouver. And then what else? Because that's really all he he has. Like he has what like eight goals, and like six of them are against Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Tyler yeah. Toffoli revenge tour. Moving on. Yeah. So just a quick little recap of like the entire league. I'm just gonna kind of go division by division, just to just to update. We then we can. Uh, Chat. So we just got the the Scotia North done. I, totally, I hate those. I, I hate forget, those names. I forgot about the division names <laughs> until I just looked at this. Um, game wise, Winnipeg's the only team that hasn't. Uh, Winnipeg and Montreal have played twenty games, but I think they are the most efficient division. Like they're actually playing and they're having anything like happen, which I guess is good. And Canada's got their everything figured out. Okay, so I guess we lost Paul for a second. His mic shut off just randomly. It hates me. So we're not quite sure where that ended, but we're just going to go down the divisions of the NHL. I think that was our most recent topic. Yeah. And uh, from what we were looking at, I think that might be a good starting point. Um, So the the Scotia North Division. Forgot about the names. Terrible. Once again. Terrible. (laughs) Um, 
So they're the most efficient league. They got all their games going. They're taking care of themselves. And it's just a very offense high division and a very defense low division. So they are throwing fire, up firewheel hockey, firewheel hockey. I'm all, <laughs> I'm all, I'm all for it. It's exciting. Like it's like four to six games. Like oh, on yeah. a, I think the average goals scored per game has got to be like seven. Oh, at least. Yeah. It, it's, it's high. So yep. Canadian division, they're doing all right. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see how they stack up against other leagues and the, uh, or other divisions in the playoffs. Yeah, because once, they're not used to having a strong defensive core to go against. Yeah, once once you get to, once you get to that final four, who I think whoever's going to come, whoever comes out of there, which the odds the odds odds are with the Leafs, right? Odds are with the Leafs. I think. Yeah, it's looking like Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Montreal. But any team between Montreal and Vancouver can kind of switch. Yeah, I, which I, is it's weird that Vancouver isn't doing well. Yeah, that, yeah, something's just not click, just not clicking for him. Maybe Braden Holby's not that good. Maybe, possibly, maybe. I mean, he looks like yeah. he's been frustrated yeah. lately. But I mean, like, like we can go back and you can listen to our season preview that we did a while ago, and I call and I sort of call I sort of called that you had Toronto way at the top, Ottawa way at the bottom, and everybody else. I yeah. I felt was going to be within like f- like five like five to seven points of each other. Very close, honestly. Like. The point differentials are not vast. I mean, Leafs are ahead by quite a few, and then Edmonton is together with Winnipeg, and then the bottom uh, four teams are all kind of just stacked. Yeah, they're yeah, it's it. They're all going to be right there, and there's going to be a whole lot of shuffling. It's gonna that one's going to come right down to right down to the end of the season. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, and then we got the Discover Central, which is your Eastern, but also. Also, Dallas, Dallas and <laughs> Chica- and, Chicago, and Detroit, and <laughs> yeah, it's your southeastern yeah, this is, this is, division. That's, that's the Hodge. It's the hodgepodge division. Yeah, I'm kind of into it though. Yeah, um, as expected, you got Tampa Bay ripping it up. Oh yeah, but actually tied with one more game played though is Florida. Yeah. It's, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. If you, yeah, raise your hand if you saw that one coming, and then slap yourself for lying. Okay, hold on. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I did mention that Florida should be a nasty team this past year and a half. I've always said, I'm like, Florida should be good. They are so close to being good. I don't know what they did, but they're figuring it out now. Yes, they, they finally put they finally put something together. Yeah, and then as a surprise, Chicago Blackhawks are in third place. Yeah. Everyone thought they were going to stink, and they're actually all right. But then again, Carolina's not that great. Nashville's not that great. great. Detroit's bad. And then Dallas has played like 10 less games than everyone. Yeah. It's like, it's and what, like they, six and what, they, what they have played, they, they, haven't, they, they haven't really figured it out. They yeah, started, they're six and six. They're started like, out gangbusters, then couldn't do anything. They're, they're really streaky, which is kind of concerning. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to survive the season all that much. Yeah. Just because of it, and especially with the volume of games they're going to have to start playing, and the health of a lot of players on the team, yeah, I think uh, in terms of just like injury wise, yeah, they're like, they're missing. I mean, Bishop num- isn't it, around right now. Your number one goalie's out till the end of March. Your number one center's out till early April. Yeah, you have no idea where, when, or what's going on with uh, Radulov, who it, who if you're looking at it, has got to be your num- your number one right wing. And they have a ton of good players on that team, but there's just something missing from that team right now. And honestly, with the amount of games played, it's hard to tell 
if they're really like struggling or what the deal is and maybe they're just not up to pace with the rest of the league yet. Yeah. I, I think the like, like we mentioned off the top, the the COVID pause, you know, not being able to start the season on time and yeah. then lose and then losing and then right when they were starting to sort of get into into a rhythm again, even though they were terrible. Yeah. yeah. Snow and I, snow and ice for a week and they couldn't play for another week. Yeah, that's crazy. Um their point percentage is actually higher than the four teams above them. So they're they're winning a higher percentage than Columbus, Nashville, and Detroit. But yeah. I mean, it, it's all in due time. They're gonna have a very tough schedule coming up. Yeah, with the amount of games I think it they're was, gonna have to play. When so. that when the NHL announced the new schedule, I think it was for the stars it was Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, every week for the next two months. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. I, but, I mean, I, there's really not much they could have done on the second part, but there was on the first, so. Yep. That's that's kind of brutal. And then um, the Mass Mutual East. Oh. <laughs> uh, worst team, Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Uh, gee, I wonder who could have seen that coming. Right above them is New Jersey, and then the Rangers, and then at the top is Washington, Boston, Islanders, and Philadelphia. Philadelphia has been throwing out stinkers this year. I'm just going to throw that out there. They don't look like a good team to me. I don't get it. I've never understood why everyone thought Carter Hart was like such a beast. I thought he's been one of the most average goalies in the league so far, and I just don't get it. I, I, I don't I, know if I'm like the minority here, but I just really think he's average. I, I think he's... He's not as good. He's he's he's. I think he's good. He's not as good as they as they as he got pumped up to be. Like they, you know, there were people. Everyone thought him. he was going to be like Carey Price two point like making yeah. every massive save. Yeah, he's it's he's not he's not he's he's good. He's not that he's not that level. Yeah, though. he has that status right now that like I've seen a lot with uh, different players in the league. Like I guess McDavid, uh, Eichel for a little bit. And then Matthews all have it, where it doesn't matter what they do, the like the NHL is going to post positive things about them anytime they do something. Yeah, it, like McDavid, I don't get it. Like McDavid, one of the one of, if not the best player in the league, like no debate, he's a top three. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely no debate. And I mean, even saying top three feels wrong to me. Yeah, like top two, and then two is interchangeable by like six guys yeah <laughs> but, um, mcdavid and somebody <laughs> yeah exactly so i don't get it but mcdavid will do he'll score like this very average goal and then nhl will post it someone it's else the, will post it it's someone the greatest it. it was the greatest goal ever no not really but You're okay like, cool yo he came in pulled his stick to the side and then shot short side i used to do that when i was 10 like are you kidding me like <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, he, he does score amazing goals and everything, and, like, I got nothing against that, but it's like, come on, it's, guys. It's the average ones that get like, pumped up. Yeah, and then you'll see, like, crazy goals by other people, and they're talked about, like, one time. Yeah. Like, I don't get Let's, that. Like, I, I think you they're, gotta, they're, trying, they're trying to market your best players as stars, but it's it's the culture. It's not like, you know, it's not like, at the NBA or the NF or the NFL, it's where you know the players are out to mark yeah. out to market out to market themselves. It's hockey. Hockey is always that culture of yeah, no, it's team did great. Team did great. Yeah, because that, that's that's the thing. McDavid as fantastic as a, a player as McDavid is, 
interview watching him do interviews is so cringe yeah he does he, he is he's the most like, awkward uh, interview ever <laughs> he's a lot like crosby early on because crosby early on was just like quiet and he like didn't really like talk to anyone yeah and oh then yeah they would do like an interview he was like yeah i think we play pretty good <laughs> thanks thanks pierre <laughs> yeah that's literally all it is we they really need more people like more people like ovi just absolutely back on a bonkers <laughs> yeah just kind of throwing stuff out there i guess like Pasternak's kind of your guy now yeah he's yeah he's just kind of that the like cold, the duncan cold bruce <laughs> <laughs> that commercial is awful <laughs> so yeah that that division is looking like it should uh i think philadelphia is underperforming and then pittsburgh's honestly overperforming even though they're in fifth like, yeah they're still doing really good for what it is they're they're two points behind uh, Philadelphia, but Philadelphia also played two less games. Yeah, so I'm that I feel like that East Division is pretty locked for what it is going to end up being. Yeah, I think so. it's. I mean, I think Boston, Boston, Washington are your two no questions asked best teams in that division. Islanders are tied with them right now, though, which is somewhat shocking. Yeah, it, it's amazing what moving what actually moving back to the island can do for you. <laughs> I mean. They're, when you're not in a building that they also have one of the best coaches in the entire league. That's true. So I mean, they're playing his style of hockey now, which is great. So yeah. And now finally, the Honda West. Honda is such a West Coast name, though. Oh, absolutely. Like I know it's like a not like an American company. It's not like they're a West Coast company. So, <laughs> but hey, they, hey, hey, they. But like the Honda love Center Honda. is literally yeah. where the Ducks play. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think it's I think it's really funny. So you got Vegas, Minnesota, St. Louis, Colorado, Kings, Arizona, Anaheim, and then the Sharks in dead last. Um Vegas is taking over this division hard. Oh yeah. They're they're steamrolling teams. They've played less games than everyone and they have a way higher point percentage than everyone. They're yeah. just getting games done. Uh underperforming though is Colorado. Yeah, that yeah, they They've you know, had a multi- multitude of injuries, inju- injuries and and COVID pro and COVID protocol with them too. But yeah, yeah, they're especially given the way they given the way they went through last year, and you know, obviously lost to, lost to Dallas in the bubble in the playoffs. But it was the same they thing. Were, they were just yeah, injuries. Yeah, but they, I mean, they were expected to sort of just run over that run over that division, and yeah, it just hasn't happened. I think. The success from the Avalanche is going to come with timing. I feel like if you get people off of injury and have people running at the right times, and then you have everyone healthy at the best time, that is the only reason Avalanche will come out on top. Because even if they're missing a lot of their top-level players, they're missing one of their goalies right now. Uh, Francois just got like injured during a training thing. Yeah. So, I I will I will say though, Avs. Probably my favorite of the reverse retro jerseys because oh, I'm, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for the Nordiques logo. Yeah, I think Avalanche is doing a lot of things right. It's just uh, timing for them. Yeah, and keeping healthy in every way. Oh, yeah. So I feel like they get the right stride, the right luck that they'll be fine. Uh, Vegas, Vegas should win this division. Yeah, they're and I, th- I think I think they're I think it's they're gonna re- win it running away. Yeah, they're they're pulling away quite hard right now. They have one more point than Minnesota, which is why is Minnesota in second? Kirill Kaprizov, <laughs> there's your answer. Yeah, I guess so. Um, your your call your 
Like they just front, beat, called her front runner. That's easy. That's an yeah. easy one. <laughs> they just beat the Avalanche like the other day. Yeah. And now the Avalanche are in Phoenix playing the Coyotes, and I think they've won both their games there. I think so. I I honestly can't remember. I think they won both their games there. So that's good for them. And then St. Louis is still being as averagely really good as they've been, <laughs> yeah. which is weird. Even when they won the cup, you're like, that team's like, okay. Like, that, those guys, really? Yeah, you're like, Ryan O'Reilly, you serious? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> yeah, and then I feel I feel like Kings are overperforming, and then the Coyotes are underperforming. Coyotes should be a really good team. They're the same thing as Florida, in my opinion, where they have that they have a weirdly really good core of players they got solid goalies, yeah. but it's like, the, the uh, why think, can't you guys win a game? The the uh, I got it honestly. I think the, some of the dysfunction from the front office just filters its way down into the team and yeah. makes them underperform. Because there's that there's a whole that whole weird situation going on with their front office that just something's going on there. We don't really know or want to know what. Yeah, I think the deal with Arizona right now is there's this problem with. They wanted to be downtown again because they used to be downtown, and that's when they were getting a ton of fans. Yep. Things were going very well, especially in like early 2000s. And then they moved to Glendale because Glendale was supposed to be this huge project where it works for the Cardinals because you go out there once a week for the Cardinals. It's not like you got to go out there several times a week. Like season ticket holders, that would suck. Yeah. Because like Glendale, for anyone who doesn't know how Arizona is formed, is just out there. Glendale is like its own thing, like a way from everything else and so from where i used to live it would take like 45 minutes to an hour to get there instead of downtown which would take like 30 minutes but then from every uh connecting city like sedona and scottsdale there's no like transportation to glendale like there is to downtown you could you could be able to go from scottsdale to downtown through like a train thing or like a bus type system it was like a transit i don't even i forget what it was called (laughs) But you could that was it was really easy to get there, so that's a huge problem for them. And so the midweek attendance is brutal because no one wants to go out there and get home and then go to work the next morning after they got home at like midnight or one a.m. Yeah, so it sucks. I remember like going to school the next day after going to see Kaidu's games on like Thursdays, and you're just like, oh yeah. yeah, dead tired. It was brutal. Um, so that's one of their biggest issues, and so they're just not getting the fans that they need. And then the management, uh, everyone's saying that the Coyotes should move, which I feel like is completely wrong because of how big hockey is in Arizona right now. Yeah. They're going to be a stupid decision. They have a D1 team now in ASU. Yeah. Like, they're making really good moves. I think my ideal situation is you take ASU and the Coyotes and you mix them into one arena somewhere around Scottsdale to downtown. I th- I think ASU just the regions just approved a deal to build like a new a yeah. full new center like on like on campus I think yeah they're they're gonna have something there so I mean that's not big enough for a yeah NHL team but that was my ideal situation how I would want that yeah. to be formed but I know the ownership just switched over there like recently yeah and- so it's like they're. There's a rule that you can't leave after ownership is switched over for like I think it's like five years, so they're locked in there for a while. Yeah, like they're they're there, but the situation Glendale was supposed to be so much more than it is, and it just isn't. It just it just never happened. Yeah, so that's 
truly unfortunate. Yep. Because, <laughs> like, they're on the up. Honestly, like, Arizona should be good, but it's they just, keep so, getting rid of players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that wraps up our look at the NHL for this year. We went through all the uh, different divisions, and uh, NHL's looking good. We got uh, a bunch of teams doing very well. We got games being played. We just kind of hope that everything keeps running smoothly. And Fingers, then, toes, arms, everything crossed. Yeah, we're we're hoping that everything goes well. And uh, we also took a look at the MLB. Uh, spring training's going. Uh, hopefully their normal season goes very well. <laughs> we're we're, we're, ho- we're hoping. Yeah, I think... Uh, the NHL being a good example of that with the several games being played somewhere and then they go yeah. and they play somewhere else is a, it's a good format. Uh, I don't think the NHL is going to stick with it after this year. No, even though, so, even though some of the players want it, but yeah, it's the, the it'd be interesting. Yeah. The, the, the baseball series, the baseball series mindset. Yeah. Well, that, that just wraps it up for us. Honestly, though, uh, yep. run, running time a little bit late. Thank you guys again for listening to the Monkey Sports Podcast. We will catch you again next week. Until next time.